Anderson. Hi, Keith. Hi, Kat. How are you? Great to see you again. Be back on the podcasting with you for sure. Hello, everybody. Everybody else here as well. Welcome back. Yeah, for sure. Um, so today we have a topic that is very near and dear to my heart right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was thinking of different topics that we could possibly talk about, one just seemed to pop out of my head out of nowhere, and it was anxiety. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized, oh, that's because that's what I've been studying all weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm a first year medical student. And right now we're in our neurology and psychiatry section. So okay. one of the things that we're talking right about right now are anxiety disorders. Okay. Very apt topic for tonight then, for sure. Yep. Definitely. And since I've been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder since I was 19, mm-hmm. I can definitely speak on the topic. Um, I know even if you aren't diagnosed with a specific disorder, a lot of people can deal with anxiety Um, certainly in medical school, I see it all the time. We're just brimming with anxiety because, um, we have here the people who were top of their class in high school, top of their class in college, Mm. and now we're all thrown in together and ranked against each other one by one. So you're 99.8% on your test could still be lower than the next person's 99.9 or 100%. And that puts you at a lower count on your rank. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's a tough pill to swallow and definitely feeling a lot of anxiety. So um, that's what I was able to speak on. And then I knew that Keith would be able to speak on it as well. Um, Keith went to law school mm-hmm. and there's definitely a similar kind of work hard all the time, no time off mentality that comes with that as well. That's similar to medical yep. school so yeah um, definitely keith if you could talk on that sure definitely cat your spot on there okay in terms of uh level of expectation okay personal okay and then what the school looks at what the profession as well expects of, of, of you know lawyers doctors and such okay um um I, mind you my law school days are a long time ago okay um, <laughs> a, different, a different generation okay from cats um um um, but yeah, law school was uh, a challenge. Okay, the uh, first year there, um, I was quite intimidated, to be honest. Okay, which is a new experience in my life. Um, anxiety. Now, back then, the word anxiety was not used. Okay, nervous was sort of the word that was more commonly used. Okay, um, and uh, it was a, a challenge, like I said, because you know I, I went in. Okay. Um, Average age was 19 years old for a first-year student. Okay, I was 19. There were classmates who were married with children, careers, you know, two or three degrees. Okay, just as, you know, I thought, you know, I don't fit in here. Okay, what am I doing here? Okay. It wasn't until my second year when I met, you know, you know, other classmates, okay, who felt the same as I did first year. So we kind of bonded second and third were wonderful years. Okay, exceptional in my life. But nonetheless, still a challenge. I mean, you know, you know uh, when you do a course for like a full term or even a full year, okay, both, you know, both terms, both semesters, and your mark is based on a three-hour exam, 100% final. So all you've done that year in that course, it all is focused on one afternoon, okay, for three hours writing a law exam. Um, you have a bad day, it's not going to be good. Okay, 
Um, I remember in, in, in some exams, okay, uh, um, classmates, okay, um, having a breakdown, okay, and, and simply, you know, you know, starting to cry and, and they leave the room. And back in those days, we then, you know, the school certainly did not come forward and say, oh, so-and-so had difficulties. There was no explanation provided. There were no resources provided for anybody who, who, who felt anxious or nervous about an exam or about, about their courses and such. Um, just was, was not part of the you know, law school, uh, you know, law school. Okay. I mean, you know, we had no therapists on staff. We had no supports like that. It wasn't discussed. Okay. Lawyers, law students, law schools just did not go there. We didn't talk about these things. Okay. And then I remember when I first started talking about my depression many years later, okay, you know, colleagues and, and friends and your fellow lawyers and such were telling me, Keith, we don't, we don't talk about this stuff. We, we don't we don't go there we don't talk about depression okay and breakdowns and such we don't do that and i kind of said yeah well we we do i'm going to do this and and this is how it is and it's it's great to see now that schools and and, and bar societies and such are addressing these, these issues okay so it's it's you know there are resources now and supports out there okay so it's a different generation and it's great to see a, a different dialogue occurring now okay um and then expectation when, when when practice law for example um i went to an incredibly busy law firm great bunch of lawyers learned a lot okay really enjoyed my experience um and but expectations okay billable hours were a big part of, of your daily work and rule, rule of thumb was for every i think four hours of work you got one billable hour out of it so when you have to hit a certain mark each year it requires, you know, extra hours of work. I mean, I remember Friday nights, Friday nights working, you know, Sunday afternoons at home preparing for the week. Um, you want to be so-called successful as a lawyer. That's what one did. He did those kind of hours, you know, um, not healthy for sure. Okay. Looking back now, I go, man, how did I do that? Okay. Um, but that was the world in which I lived the lifestyle of, of Again, a so-called successful lawyer, that's what it was. You, you did these hours, okay? Work came first. Okay, your personal life came second. Mm -hmm. That was just a given, you know? Um, I remember one file that I worked on. It was a, a litigation file with respect to some, 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 some property here in Nova Scotia, where I live. And it was like an eight-day trial. This was like day two or three. I was a junior lawyer in the file, okay? So some admin stuff, that kind of stuff came fell on me to, 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 you know, to put together for the trial. And you know, like in day two, a, a new issue arose, okay, that nobody expected, okay, to, you know, to, to have to even address. Um, judge didn't, okay, the lawyers didn't. It was just a, a new thing that, that sort of popped up. And in, in court, that's what happens. Okay, surprise simply occurred. <laughs> um, as a junior, I was, it was, fell on me to prepare a brief. The judge said, I want a brief by tomorrow afternoon, you know, um, on, on this topic. Okay, so it fell on me to do the brief. So the trial goes till 4.30 um, that day or thereabouts, as most files do. And I then okay, had to do, a, you know, do some research, dictate a brief, but I had a problem. I had a date that night. <laughs> I was like, okay, how do I do this? Okay. I, no, I, went on, I went on my date. Okay. We went for dinner, had a grand evening. Okay. She and I, um, so 10 o'clock at night, I go, go to my office you know, to do my work. Now, normally I should be home. Okay. Um, but 
That's not what, that's not what lawyers did back then. So I went to the office. I, I researched. I dictated the brief. I get over around three o'clock in the morning. Okay, I'm back in the courtroom at nine thirty. Okay, all pumped up and excited that you know I did the brief. I I, I had like three hours sleep last night. Okay, and that's it was something that we were proud of. We joked about it, laughed about it. Okay, exhausted, not healthy, but the mindset of lawyers is simply that's what you do. Okay, so the expectations, the stress. The anxiety, okay, you, you sort of put that aside and, and try to do your work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you did 67 hours of, of work a week. That was that was a lifestyle, okay. Again, lots of anxiety in there, lots of stress in there, but we didn't, it wasn't discussed like we're doing right now, Kat. It wasn't part of it, you know. So when you said, you mentioned that your suggested topic tonight was like, yeah, this is spot on. Yeah. Like, and, because, I mean, we, we all go through it, like you said earlier, okay, you know, people who don't have depression, anxiety, we, we, people, most people have anxiety, if not all, okay, you know, and it's a challenge, okay, so great topic, spot on, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the medical school, I was confident, so anxiety i have bipolar disorder but i know them i've been stable for a while Mm -hmm. i know what to do i can take my meds i can practice my mindfulness and i'll get through it that's how i'd gotten through college i could do it again medical school is not college it's one of the hardest things that i've ever done sure i had to go back to therapy I had to go back to seeing a psychiatrist. I got prescribed another medication. Um, yeah. You were talking about students getting um, asking to leave the test room. I was having per- performance anxiety for the first sure. time in my entire life. I've yeah. always been a good test taker. But when sure. it felt like my one test score was going to determine whether or not I could be the type of doctor I wanted to be, mm-hmm. yeah. I needed something. So I started sure. taking propranolol. It's a beta okay. blocker, slows my heart rate down, works so well. It doesn't get rid of the thoughts, but it mm. helps me prevent that panic, that feeling like, oh, my heart's going to beat out of my chest. I can't think anymore. I can't do anything. I just sure. have to focus mm-hmm. because my mindfulness wasn't enough. My deep breathing wasn't enough. I remember before one test, I played a mindfulness clip on one of the apps, the Headspace app. I played okay. it because I was stressed out. Sure. Practiced my deep breathing, ended it, hadn't worked. Yeah. I played another one, okay. hadn't worked. Now I was late. So yeah. I was stressed about that. What did I have to do? I had to go to class. So yeah, yeah now that I have my propranolol, I just have to accept performance anxiety is something I'm going to have when these tests feel like they mean so much mm-hmm, certainly. and uh you were talking about how you have one class uh one test a year we have these tests called step okay and they pretty much determine everything mm-hmm. my first one will be at the end of my second year of school okay. and you have to pass yeah they don't even talk about what happens if you don't pass like yeah, you uh-huh. have yeah. to pass sure that's anxiety provoking for yep. anyone. Yep. Yep. Definitely. 
and we just have to deal with that. And that's the culture. I mean, the culture, just like you were saying, is working 60, 70 hours a week. It's working weekends. It's not sleeping. It's not healthy, but you do it because that's what it seems like all your classmates are doing. And the classmates who aren't nose to the grind the, the whole time have the exact opposite approach. They say, Oh, I'm not the studying type. Oh, look at me on social media doing all of these other things. Mm. Oh, I don't stress about my life. And that's the other end of the spectrum. If you don't have at least a little bit of stress, you're bored. You're not performing as well either. Yes. So you've got to hit that happy medium where there's enough stress for you to perform well (laughs) without hitting that overworked burnout stage. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. that I've certainly felt I'm only in my first year. I've got three more to go. I can't get burned out now. No, no, no. And it's no. absolutely the same sort of culture. Once you become a doctor, like you still have to go through residency and yeah. fellowship. And those are some of the hardest years too. I mean, you have to work way longer than you'll mm-hmm. ever work. Mm-hmm. Once you're practicing, you're sure. getting paid way less. The financial mm-hmm. struggles are stressful. Yep. Yeah. It's a it's a long time coming to become a paid doctor. Oh, years of, of, of years of commitment, stress. Exactly. And things. it's just you know. seen that like that's the the road you're gonna take. It's gonna be yep. hard and then hopefully yep. it's gonna be worth it. But exactly. I just exactly. don't think it needs to be this hard. No, no. But you were self aware enough though, Kat, and smart enough. To recognize they needed some support, okay, they were available to you, okay, and you've yeah returned to you know, a change of medication and you know therapy and such. I mean, yeah, you've addressed your stress, anxiety, and such, which is all important, right? For sure. I mean, you know? I think at this point, I know more people in medical school who are in therapy mm-hmm. or have a psychiatrist than not. Like that's how it feels right sure. now. Is we're yes. all struggling. Yeah. For sure, for sure, yeah, yeah, and there's this this notion of, of work life balance, right? Okay, that we hear so often nowadays. Okay, it's a term that I don't like. I don't use. Okay, um, I'll explain. Um, I see work as simply being part of life, not mm-hmm. separated. Okay, you know, a big part of what we do in our lives in terms of time and such is 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 working. Mm-hmm. We, we we both just mentioned 67 hours a week sometimes okay mm-hmm. you know like it or not that is the profession that we both chose okay with, with, with those kind of you know you know time demands and time expectations for us okay um i see your know, work as is, is, is being part of my life as opposed you know a, a bigger framework a, a, a bigger picture okay um it's not like there's there's work and there's there's life which is the fun part Okay, it's all one. It's all within the within the confines of my life. Right. Okay, and I like to think of it in those terms that because there are days, most days, I love my work. I love work living. Okay, you and I doing this podcast this evening. Okay, it's it's enjoyable. It's fun to do. You know, I I I, I like this stuff. Okay, other things I do, I, I enjoy with with with, with work. Yeah, we're working so, so, on a Sunday. It's, it, yeah, it's a Sunday evening. Okay, and here we are. Okay, both of us taking some time to, to reconnect, which is great to do, but also one could see this as, as, a, as a work thing, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, you know it's simply we both, you know, enjoy doing, that's for sure. And I think right. that's the part I'd kind of go with, you know, and it's great to reconnect with you and such. But like, 
so like don't separate work from life you know, enjoy it as much as we can about working with about personal life and other things that that that, that make make up my day okay you know um yeah you know there are times in my life when my personal life is not very good you know um but it's still part of my life okay yeah. so and work may not be very good so but again it's just if you know a bigger frame and it's it's all within that that that, that picture yeah i completely agree i mean I think there's times when you need to compartmentalize. I mean, I don't think that I need to bring my hard day of work as a doctor. I don't need to bring in, oh, that patient that um, isn't going as planned or has a poor prognosis. I don't need to bring that home to my family. There's that compartmentalization. But yeah, if, if I have to distinguish between my work and my life, Man, I'm doing work 90% of the time and life yep. only 10%. And I don't want to think of it like no, that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And um, we both, you know, have professions. Sorry there. Okay. But we both have professions where we, we, we kind of can't come home and, and discuss it. It's confidential, right? It's private. Right. You know, and I can't come home and tell my partner, oh, I had a, a rough day because so-and-so, I, I can't discuss that. Right. You know, but that kind of adds some stress. I can't vent, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and and not the, the stressful stories, but some of the, they're fun stories that you want to share, right? And yeah. you can't even do that. Right. You know, but, but I mean, it, it, it's, so, so, so that kind of adds some stress to it. Okay. You know, uh, I think it's healthy to, you know, you said dealing in compartments, of course. Okay. And it's, because that's what the profession dictates as well. Right. Right. Yeah. And my, right now my life are are my med school friends so even when we're not in school we're talking about school (laughs) at the bar at the restaurant like (laughs) it's all one big mess yeah Uh yeah i do have to interject quickly and just say that in some ways i do feel thankful that i can have a profession where i can make my work my life because there are certainly people who have to work to work exactly yeah you're right and we're we're lucky yeah, that we get yeah. to work to live. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're very live very, to work. Yeah, yeah. I and totally I don't agree. mean to diminish anyone else's um, no. life, no. and certainly no. working to work and living to live are perfectly viable options. For sure, for sure. But with yeah. our specific non nine to five jobs. You gotta like it a little bit. At least you hope you do. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I fully agree, Kat. Okay, great point. Okay, uh, um, um, it's what I, you know, being a lawyer, I chose to do it. Okay, enjoyed it. Okay, um, working mental health. Did you get to do it? Yeah, exactly. We were very fortunate. Okay, we had the opportunity for you, med school, me, law school. Fortunate for me again to get involved in mental health. I enjoy it. I can, you know, contribute. You know, like we're doing tonight. Okay, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're very fortunate. Okay, that we enjoy what we're doing in terms of work, right? You know, and, and, and yeah, 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 you're, you're spot on. Yeah, it's just it's not mutually exclusive with anxiety, it's a whole big mess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can have anxiety and still be excited about what you do yeah. or what you get to do. I Definitely. can't say that I'm excited about all of the homework I have to do today, <laughs> but I'm excited no. with. The possibility that I'm going to get to have this career that's going to be so fulfilling and so fascinating and ever evolving that it makes the hardships right now worth it. But definitely, 
Yeah, I, I but, agree. but, but you can't let the anxiety overwhelm you. You can't just say, oh, this is how it's supposed to be because my life later is going to be better. Like you've got, you've find some way to exercise. You've got to find some way yeah. to do mindfulness. If you need therapy, go to therapy. If you need yeah. a psychiatrist, go to a psychiatrist. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, if you There's need support, no need to suffer. No, exactly. Can't. If you need support, they're out there. Okay, reach out. Okay, contact us if you wish. Yeah. Okay, um, we, we can provide some, some resources that are available. Okay. I, I do a number of first support groups where I live. Okay, um, there, there's lots of things available. Um, yeah, you know, so reach out. Okay, contact us if we're living. Okay, um, we were, we're almost... 21 minutes in. Wow, we could talk all night. I'm, I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> but we, we always can. So we'll, we'll maybe we'll, we'll wrap up now. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, well, thanks for joining again, Kat. Great to be, uh, you know, back on the podcast with you for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And everybody, you know, you're welcome to check out We're Living. We're Living.co is the website. You can, you know, on social media as well, please. Okay. And uh, yeah, get engaged, get involved. Okay. Um, and, you know, yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. Okay, and uh, we will be back at some point. So yes. Thank you, Keith. Thanks, Kat. Take care. Bye. Good night.